Welcome to the Our Savior Speaks podcast from Our Savior Episcopal Church, located at 4227 Columbia Road in Martinez, Georgia. Through this podcast, we'll be sharing messages of hope and encouragement that can be found in the life and lessons of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We will also explore ways in which God can work through each of us to make our Lord's grace and love a reality for all of humanity. In her sermon, the Reverend Deacon Sandy Turner will focus on the feast day of the baptism of our Lord Jesus Christ. She will talk about baptism being for repentance and for the forgiveness of sins. Deacon Sandy will go on to explore why Jesus chose to be baptized with us sinners, even though he is the only human who has never sinned. In a moment, we will hear lessons from the book of Genesis, chapter one, verses one through five. Psalm 29, the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 19, verses 1 through 7, and from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 4 through 11. The first reading is from the book of Genesis. In the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep, while the wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God said that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us chant together Psalm 29 found in your bulletin inserts. Oh, 
The second reading is from the book of Acts. While Apollos was in Corinth, Paul passed through the interior regions and came to Ephesus, where he found some disciples. He said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you became believers? They replied, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Then he said, Into what then were you baptized? They answered, Into John's baptism. Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in the one who was to come after him, that is, in Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Altogether, there were about twelve of them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. John the Baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be ever acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. See if I can find the right sermon down. Here's a whole stack of sermons under here. Well, good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year again. Yes, another one. So, is it my imagination or does the world seem to be speeding up on us? Oh, yeah, even our liturgical calendar is commingling services for us to get them all jammed in. Look at 
Look at Advent 4. We had Christmas Eve in the evening after Advent 4 in the morning and then Christmas Day the next day, blending everything into one long event. And Ash Wednesday will be here before you know it. I think it's going to be here on Valentine's Day. <laughs> and I think there's a rumor that there's some tickets out there that you might be interested in. You know, I just hope we don't have to celebrate Christmas in July this year, the way it's moving. <laughs> so today, instead of having just one feast day to celebrate with Sunday, today we have three feast days. We have the second Sunday after Christmas, the first Sunday after Epiphany, Epiphany was yesterday, and the baptism of our Lord, all mushed together. So, but the major one today that we're going to talk about is the baptism of our Lord. So, you know, we've heard this message most recently on Advent 2, and it seems that John the Baptist has been with us throughout this Christmas season this year. But you know, when you hear the same readings multiple times in a year, what do you know? There's something we need to pay attention to, right? So I'm going to start uh, referencing this book in the Gospel of Mark that we're reading in our uh, book study that we started back to today. This particular passage got a lot of attention by the author Amy Jill Levine. She's a New Testament scholar at Vanderbilt, and she's also Jewish. So she gives some interesting insight to the norms and concerns that the people of that era may have faced. She noted that traditionally baptisms were common rituals, even prior to John. They were considered to be purification rites and were routinely performed, especially before attending religious services. So you got purified over and over and over again. Many ancient cultures used water in purification ceremonies, and many still do. But John, instead of purification, focused on the forgiveness of sins and repentance in his services. So the question we might have is, why did Jesus need to be baptized in the first place? Um, he had no, no sins to repent. He needed no forgiveness. He was without sin. Well, baptism by John could also mean that the person was now a follower of John. But John seemed clear that he wasn't the one to follow. Jesus was. Even John questioned why. Jesus wanted to be baptized because he saw Jesus as being greater than himself. Well, Fred Craddock, one of the authors of my commentary books, points out that for Mark, Jesus' baptism was his epiphany when God declared Jesus as his son, when the heavens opened up. Even John himself saw himself as a messenger, an angel, so to speak, pointing to Jesus as the true message, as God's designated Messiah. 
So for us this year, we have Jesus' baptism the day after we celebrated Epiphany, which was yesterday, and we missed the Magi uh, leaving the altar. But uh, they followed the star to find the newborn king. So Jesus has moved quickly from infancy to adulthood in one day's time. So here we are now at the beginning of Epiphany, the season that focuses on Jesus' miracles or epiphanies, which are the revelations of God's presence in his ministry. And it marks the beginning of Jesus' public ministry. He is declared God's son and commissioned into service through the waters of the Jordan. Now, the early church focused on this time or epiphany season to baptize all of its followers. And it was pointed out in the epistle the difference between the baptisms given by Jesus' disciples was that they received the gift of the Holy Spirit, where John's did not. All the messages we heard today bring the creation together out of tumult into order with peace and certainty through the baptism because God is with us. Now, last Wednesday at our class um, for the service, uh, Father Al pointed out that baptism is the one sacrament that all Christian faiths share. We might not do everything the same, but we all do baptism. We may not use the same amount of water or agree on how old the person should be when they're baptized, but we all baptize. And for us in our faith, it's a one and done kind of thing. Once we receive that water, and we're marked, see that water in any amount, and we receive the Holy Spirit when we're marked as Christ's own forever. We don't have to repeat it. Christ is with us. No matter how much we may mess up and change in our lives, we can always turn back to him, and we, he will be there for us. So now the question for us is, what does baptism mean for us? Well, in a moment, we will renew our baptismal vows as we proclaim our faith and discipleship in Christ. But it is also a sort of a mini ordination, an entry into the faith as a follower of Christ and our own sonship. It's a powerful message for us all as it unites us with Christ and with one another, as well as to the communion of saints who have gone before us because we are all children of God. Amen. <laughs>